It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Well, 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 it is time for the Fox Across America Game Ball presentation. And this week's winner is a repeat winner, dare I say. She is building a dynasty uh, here in the Game Ball segment uh, to go with the dynasty she has built on the air here at Fox News. Not only is she the co-host of America's Newsroom, she is the co-host of The Five. And more importantly to this week's news cycle, she is a former White House press secretary. I am, of course, talking about the great Dana Perino, who went full Miley Cyrus and just came in like a wrecking ball on this week's show and really walked us through what it's like to be a White House press secretary at a time like this when, to be clear, Karine Jean-Pierre's bosses are kind of throwing her under the bus in that they made her trot out these fraudulent narratives that they knew themselves were false and kind of made a fool of her in the process. It was really fascinating just to get how Dana and George W. Bush went about assembling their plan of attack and how G.W. Bush was always looking out for Dana. So she didn't become the messenger that got shot. This very much, of course— an era when, you know, the media does like to shoot the messenger, especially if it's bad news about a Democratic president. And believe me, they were guns blazing on Kareem Jean-Pierre this week. And no one spoke to what it's like to be in that hot seat quite like the great Dana Perino. So would the woman who is single handedly probably responsible for 90 percent of my career success, please come and get this trophy uh, on the Fox Across America Game Ball presentation. Well, folks, I will tell you, it is a phenomenal week to be a former White House press secretary, <laughs> and nobody knows better than our next guest. She is the co-host of America's Newsroom, co-host of The Five. Dana Perino is in the house. Hey, girl. Truly, I think that's the best title, <laughs> is former White House press secretary, because you get some, yeah, it has some gravitas, yeah, yeah. and then you get to just sit back and critique. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm usually very gentle. Yeah. In my critiques of press secretaries, because I understand what they're going through. Yeah, and I, I was going to say that, but this is the first question I wanted to ask, and then I specifically want to get to Corinne Jean Pierre. Um, when you watch stuff like this as a former press secretary, I have heard like cops say, you know, they watch police solve a case and they wish they were back in the ring. Are you watching this week on any level, hungry for the fray, or are you just drinking rose and? No, not <laughs> really. Although I do have these like I, I do little role play in my head. Mm-hmm. Like I would say, this is what I'd say. Yeah, yeah. I have a lot of things I would say, not in the briefing room. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of things I would say in the chief of staff's office. Okay. Now, this is a great point because the last time you were on, you gave advice. You said, oh, yes, you had said that this administration is often putting her in a bad spot and that she should, if anything, demand an answer from them so she doesn't have to go out there and look so uninformed. So this is the question I wanted to ask you. On some level, um, shouldn't the DOJ be giving her a briefing on maybe the timeline of this thing to the extent that they can so she doesn't look so defenseless up there? I'm sort of waiting for the – this This White House does not leak hardly at all. Yeah. But I have to imagine there has got to be some acrimony between not her and the Justice Department, but her and the Chief of Staff's office. Mm-hmm. Because who – he obviously, Ron Klain, the Chief of Staff, knew what was happening. He, yeah. he knew that uh-huh. there were documents, right? Mm-hmm. He made the decision, as I understand it, to not tell her, right? Uh-huh. So now she's – caught unaware mm-hmm. and not only that but they're making her go out and defend it and she's trying to defend yeah. it so what i would have done instead is to say like if, if the if the white house wants to do you like that i would have said fine and i'd go to the briefing room say 
Hit me with your questions, okay? <laughs> and your question is like, when did I know? Today. I found out when you did. <laughs> yeah. Do I think that's wrong? I do. Well, I wish I'd known. Mm-hmm. I didn't. So there's nothing I can do for you here. But I'll refer you to the chief of staff's office, and we'll see how he wants to take your calls. So you're deploying the old, you can't fire me, I quit. Well, <laughs> or I dare you to fire yeah, me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because what they've done is they have... Look, she's not great, I don't think, of defending herself. Mm-hmm. When you're the press secretary, I always like to think three days ahead. Yeah. So if the lawyers say, um, yeah, so we found some do- we found some documents in one office, mm-hmm. then you have to pretend like you're a lawyer. You have to pretend like you're murder, she wrote, Angela Lansbury, and say, mm-hmm. what, you found how many documents? Yeah. Are there any other documents? Mm-hmm. Are there documents at the residence? Are there- and you have to protect yourself and ask all these questions as if you're a reporter. Mm-hmm. Going down the road. So I think that, but because she hasn't done anything to defend herself, really, she's just hanging out there and it's tough. Well, this is what I wanted to ask you. Dana Perino is in the house, the co-host of America's Newsroom, the co-host of The Five. The sun never sets on the Perino TV empire. (laughs) The cooking empire has been known to take some incoming fire, but that's another (laughs) question for another time. Um, I was going to ask you this. Do you think on some level a, a press secretary in a Democratic administration is almost not ready for the type of combat they've encountered because traditionally they have such a, you know, a go-along-to-get-along relationship with the press. Absolutely. And I say this is true of Democratic presidents as well. Mm -hmm. They get so much positive press, they are just shocked and surprised when there's actually a nationwide election. Yeah, yeah. And you find out that, oh, 55% of the country doesn't agree with me? Oh, I had no idea. (laughs) I had no idea. And I know that the relationship in the briefing room is always naturally adversarial, mm. uh, but she also has, I used to think of it this way, you know, 50% of your time should be spent defending the president of the United States, the United States itself, mm-hmm. representing the United States of America in that honor. But the other 50% is you have a responsibility through the Constitution in order to protect the access of the press to the president mm-hmm. and to information. That's how our system works. Mm-hmm. And these reporters are asking questions that they don't want to answer. But because the timeline keeps changing, mm-hmm. you ever seen that in a yeah. cop show? Yeah. Every time there's a timeline change, even if it's minor, uh-huh. you get another eight hours out of yeah. that story. Yeah, yeah. So, so there was something last night at 5.05 p.m., mm-hmm. today at 9.25 a.m. And so now it's just going to keep going. The real shame is that, one, uh, there are people actually in jail for mm-hmm. mishandling classified documents yep. who are probably thinking, why do the former president and the president get away with this? Mm-hmm. When I'm in jail, yeah. there's that. And then also, we've got big problems in this country. Yeah. And we can't talk about them because the White House, basically, this is like catnip to reporters. Oh, yeah, they love this. Because as you said, every time the storyline changes, a new thumbtack comes out of an index card and gets pinned back somewhere else. Yeah, and then the, 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 you take red string and try it wrong. <laughs> pull another, around, like Carrie in Homeland. Yeah, that's exactly, that's, you're piecing it all together. No, it's great imagery. It's fantastic. Well, let me ask you this. Do you on any level, because I don't, just so we're clear, I don't buy the notion that a lawyer saw a document marked classified and immediately stopped reading. I think that's laughable. You'd want to know what was in it, if anything, because you got to defend this guy against whatever he did. It's possible to me, it's most likely to me, that a lot of these documents, if they were, I can't imagine having had a top secret clearance walking mm-hmm. out of a room with a document yeah. because it's just not done. You sign, a, you sign an oath. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling that the documents that are there are probably memos. Yeah. 
that don't have uh, signals intelligence. Mm-hmm. There's no sources and methods. Yeah. You're not going to find out like the back history of Putin's you know, <laughs> affairs. So this that's, is what went on. <laughs> that's very unlikely. Yeah. These documents are probably something that you think, why is that even classified? Yeah. It's possible. Uh-huh. I, I'm not saying for sure. But yeah. I, did, did the lawyer see it and stop reading? Well, the lawyer, maybe, maybe, I don't know. Here's, <laughs> I don't do you know. know James Freeman of the I, Wall Street yeah, Journal? Uh-huh. Okay. He wrote a great column yesterday, which mm-hmm. is, why would you employ very expensive lawyers who charge by the hour mm-hmm. to go and pack up an office? Yeah. Why would you do that? That is a great question. That's the concern. And it sort of reminds me of who pushed the video in mm-hmm. the Benghazi situation. Yeah. You get to that thing of like, why are the lawyers yeah. packing up the boxes in the first place? Mm-hmm. That doesn't make sense. No, not at all. Because when you traditionally understand that moving is a pizza and beer operation, yeah. 98% of all moves were financed through Parmesan cheese and, you know, yeah, some type exactly. of light beer. So yeah, it doesn't add up to me. That's the part that I think is weird. But I think on some level, they've become a victim of you know, they're very much being made to sleep in a bed they made because the overreaction to Trump's classified documents was yeah. a little heavy handed. It they, was a little much. There was one of the, I can't remember the commentator, but he said that Trump could face execution. Michael Beschloss. He's oh, the historian gosh, on I mean, MSNBC. He was like, These are, this is the Rosenbergs. It's 1953. Right. And now the cat's got their tongue. Yeah, well, isn't it fascinating how quickly, though, there is a unison pivot, though. They do it really well in liberal media. It's so weird. Yeah, yes. Like if you watch the, the Fox News channel up and down the dial, you will see us differentiate an opinion. But the lockstep on the left is fascinating because it went from mishandle classified information and die in prison to mishandling is fine as long as you get back to the feds right away. It's like a secret bat signal that goes out that only they can hear. (laughs) So I want to ask you this. Like, you know, like when you're hanging out with the Queen of England, if she like twists her ring, she's like, all right, get this guy out of the room. I can't take him anymore. Is there somebody in the Democratic Party that like lifts their handbag and everybody's like, oh, no, we've changed the narrative. You know, there used to be, I don't know if they still do it, but the, the Clintons. Uh, staffers used to have like a conference call every morning yeah. in the post-presidency uh-huh. and they might still do it right where they would coordinate uh-huh. and figure out a way I know that maybe they were, they were friends as well yeah. you know but I mean maybe there's something know. weird but I do think the chief of staff may uh, even if it wasn't his mm-hmm. direct decision not to inform the press secretary he obviously was involved in it and nobody is there to protect her like I remember 43 one time mm-hmm. I was I was facing a really tough briefing mm-hmm. because of something somebody else did press secretary never does anything <laughs> and he sat everybody down and he said everybody in this room don't do any other work until she has what she needs because he would protect me here's the other thing is Biden protecting her it doesn't seem that way can he protect her like is would he be capable of answering any of these questions Fulsomely with this changing timeline, Mm-mm. I doubt it. No way. Uh, this guy isn't making his way through a verse you know of happy who, birthday. You know who's having the best week? Yeah. Kamala Harris. You think so? Because What? what? Yeah. She's not the butt of every joke. Well, that's true. She didn't mishandle <laughs> classified documents. She's sitting there rubbing her hands together thinking, damn, I could become the nominee. You got nothing on me. I'm hanging out with the Golden State Warriors. Life is it's good. Like, I'm good here. It's like, oh, sorry about what you're going through. Well, oh. I ask you that. As it pertains to 2024, I was going to say, like, who is happier right now about Biden mishandling documents? Is it Trump or is it Gavin Newsom? 
Or is it maybe even Hillary Clinton? I Who think is it's happy? Ka- I think it's Kamala Harris. And so really? Yeah. Because you think this- Because she's like, well, I don't look like the dummy this week. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a good point. Uh, but I I feel there's no rehabilitating her politically. No. I don't think so, right? She, oh, they're trying. The media tried this yeah, weekend. Politico I read this article. Did you see yeah, that yeah, political yeah. piece? Yeah. It said- Kamala Harris is really feeling that now. She's cooking with gas. <laughs> Whoa. I mean, actually, she can't now. Yeah, I was going to say she. <laughs> We're going to have to change our sayings. Kamala just got canceled. Uh, there's She's no... cooking with electric stove. That was my favorite one in the world. And everyone, okay, so they do trial balloon stuff on the left, as you know. And then they see what the response to it is. It's like the, mis- the misinformation board. Mm-hmm. Everybody saw the Mary Poppins video of the woman singing, and we're like, hell no. And they were like, we didn't want to do this in the first place. Anyone who says that about the stoves, like, they went as far as to take away straws, which means they would take away stoves mm-hmm. under the auspices that if they could get you to agree that your stove was bad, they'd probably get you to agree down the line that your car was bad. Don't mm-hmm. you see that as the long play? Yes, and I remember during the Obama administration, they had a proposal through the Labor Department where uh-huh. they were going to take keep track uh-huh. of kids on farms and ranches and to see how many hours they were working in case that the parents and grandparents and your aunt and uncle at the neighboring ranch were violating child labor laws. St- Stop it. And the uh, rural America went nuts. (laughs) To to the extent that Rahm Emanuel, the chief of staff at the time under Mm -hmm. Obama, put out a statement. This is right before the re-election saying, we are not doing this now. And I am promising you, if he wins a second term, we will not do it in a second term either. (laughs) They heard rural America loud and clear. So you do have a voice. Well, that's a good point because they're just calibrated, as you know, from growing up out west. Yeah, they They're are, but you know, the, the gas stove thing is happening yeah. on a city-by-city city basis. You know, yeah. It's happening in New York City. Mm-hmm. Any new construction here has to be electric stove, not yeah. gas. Yeah, I think that's fascinating. How did natural gas, the clean-burning energy source, become dirtier than coal? I don't know. When did that happen? It's You know, this is the thing. The people that are imposing these regulations clearly don't understand the industries. It's like no different than what we've done with outsourcing production to Venezuela. Mm-hmm. It's like it, it kind of contradicts two of their principles. One is protecting democracy. You're empowering a dictator. Two is you're creating more pollution because if they produce it filthier than we do and you need additional fuel to get it back here, you've, you know what I mean? It doesn't, it doesn't help the environment. It doesn't help Mother Nature or birthing person nature or whatever we're calling her this week, Dana Perino. This is why we can't have nice things. We can't. None. No nice things. You can have them if you watch America's Newsroom of the Five. One more thing before I let you go. Um, Do you think on some level, you know, having watched all of this this week, I've heard a lot of people say, oh, they planted this on Biden. I'm not speaking to that. But do you think on some level the Democratic Party is happy this is happening because there's an appetite to move on? What's interesting is that I think that they had two weeks ago become comfortable with the idea that Biden was going to be their guy yep. and look he's in a good position yeah. even with all of this stuff yeah i think I, I think republicans need to be very clear-eyed about this uh-huh. americans usually re-elect their president for a second term mm-hmm. his approval rating is oh, like 48 50 percent at this point but we'll yeah. see after this week if it goes down a little bit uh-huh. um and you have a, a democratic party who was like resigned to the fact that he's going to be their guy so are they happy about it i think no really I think that if it had happened six weeks ago, like maybe right before the the election. Well, it did happen before the election. (laughs) There you go. And they didn't tell anyone. (laughs) Nothing. Crap. Garland sat on it, ran out the clock. It's no, it's a, it's a racket, man. And so I think that, I think that if anyone wants to make a move now on Mm -hmm. Biden, they better do it within the next 
two weeks. Like this is the week. But if like, you don't, yeah. like it's not. He's going to be the guy. He's so, going to be their guy. So you're telling me all of Hillary's cl- classes are canceled at Columbia this week? <laughs> she's coming out. Keep an eye on her. Put this, an air tag on her bag. Everybody's like, oh, she's going to Columbia. That means she's finished. I'm like, yo, you know who went to Columbia before becoming president? Dwight Eisenhower. He was a president of Columbia uh, from gosh, 48 to 53. That. Yeah, there's this, the iconic photo of him waving goodbye to the school to go be president. So yeah, that's the photo. Maybe oh. she's channeling Ike. Maybe. Who knows? Uh, Dana Perino, spreading all kinds of knowledge here on Fox Cross America. Thanks for this. Or theories. <laughs> all kinds of theories. And that is going to do it for the Fox Across America Game Ball presentation. I will be spending my weekend watching uh, real football with Lincoln Fela, uh, eating ourselves senseless out on Strong Island. But however you decide to spend it, I hope you have the happiest weekend allowable by law. And you meet me back here on the radio Monday morning. That's it, girlfriend. I'm out. I'm Guy Benson. Join me weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern as we break down the biggest stories of the day with some of the biggest newsmakers and guests. Listen live on the Fox News app or get the free podcast at GuyBensonShow.com. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.